The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Time for Tech Thursday with Andy O'Donoghue. Just a few days behind our annual gadget show, which is on next Wednesday in association with Curry's. And Andy, of course, is essential in helping us put together all of the range of gadgets that we'll be reviewing the biggest and best ever, I think, next week. But before we get to that, Andy, it is that thing called Black Friday, which seems to have now become not just a one-day event or a weekend event, but now is a week-long attempt by some of the retailers to sell in advance of Christmas, isn't it? Well, it is, Matt, and uh, I suppose it's got even earlier <clears throat> or it's moved back on us. Um, you know, we've gone from uh, just Black Friday... Which to... was the day after Thanksgiving in the United States, exactly, isn't it? and that's the idea. It's kind of a holiday weekend in America and that's why people have time off and it, there's kind of um, that traditional sort of shopping starts for Christmas in America. And then, of course, we got Cyber Monday, which is when we used to get, you know, the one-day cyber deals. But, of course, they've all merged into one shopping spree, essentially. And it kind of goes on for a week or two. But over the last couple of years... As, you know, global economies have been pressed, it's actually become quite important to retailers. So retailers are now starting to push the deals kind of back even earlier in the month, giving people an opportunity to buy. And is there at this stage, when it comes to tech items, much difference in the price between what you would pay in the physical shop and what you'll get online? There is very little difference in the offers that you see. And I've looked at a lot of offers this year again, <clears throat> as well as in previous years. And... You do see some special online deals. And one thing that online retailers tend to do is they allow the bundling of deals and you might get better bundles online. If you go into a shop and you buy a couple of different items, you won't be offered a bundle generally. But online, they tend to do that because it's easier to, as they say, programmatically uh, um, do that for... Um, Assemble the bundle. Yeah, for, for shoppers. And you get those checkout offers. Generally, there isn't a whole lot of difference. But as ever, Matt, you do have to keep an eye out and do your price check to make sure you are getting real value. But unless you're a tech expert like you are, Andy, are you not better off actually physically seeing the item in the shop before actually buying it? Well, I actually think you are, Matt, in many cases. And despite the fact that I test probably a hundred or more devices a year or look at, uh, you know, loads of gadgets, I still like going to electric, uh, electrical and electronic retailers. If I was buying a TV, I would absolutely go to the store and use it. If I was buying, you know, um, I, it's anything to do with hi-fi or anything to do with speakers, surround sound, you want to hear it. Now, you'll have read reviews about it, but having a look at it and even, you know, sizing it up for your own living room, I think that's incredibly important. No, I'm not recommending it as such, but if you do decide that you want to buy from overseas, I mean, is that actually worth your while for getting savings if you find that what comes to you is not exactly what you want? Or could it be that you'll incur vast shipping costs? Or could it be as well that you end up leaving yourself open to those scammers who are all over the place at the moment, either via email or by text message? So you've got to keep an eye out for scammers. And, and this Black Friday and the week before and after it, you really have to. And there's a lot of scams about. We've seen the rise of scams and the text message scams and the offers. If you see an offer that you can get an iPhone, uh, for 99 euros brand new in the box yeah. it's a scam yeah. um, so ignore them however um, really uh, popular with Irish 
um, customers or shoppers ha- is a, a company called Reship who have started giving access to American stores for Irish shoppers. So you can uh, essentially, so you could shop at say Walmart in America and because they do offer tremendous deals and Black Friday particularly and then you have it shipped to an address in the US and then the Reship people will repackage it and you have an option believe it or not they'll even take a photo of it and send you the photo so keeping you in the loop on making sure it's in good condition they'll add extra packaging they charge for all these services between five or and a, and a tenner for each thing they do for each individual item for um, um, or just the package for, 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 for the extra services alright but you do pay there's a membership option but you pay about seven euros I think per package but they'll do they'll do up to a pallet size mat of goods and they will consolidate shipments so you can buy from various stores they'll go into your reship address and then they'll repackage it and send it to Ireland of course the one thing you have to be aware of is A, there will be a shipping cost but they will estimate that for you online but you also have to do your own due diligence on the VAT and the customs duty. That's what I was just about to ask because you could get a very large bill if the authorities here in Ireland intercept your package. And you may not be aware of what you have to pay customs duty at a higher rate on but the revenue on their website have excellent examples and cleverly they've used the example of a a women a woman's cotton dress and they show the different rates of customs duty the 23% VAT and the total cost you would pay for a dress that costs 400 euros and 800 euros and if anyone is thinking of doing this I would advise them to go to revenue.ie and look up those rates If you're buying from within the EU there's consumer protection but if you start getting stuff from the United States or even from the UK now it's no longer in the EU what sort of consumer rights do you have if you want to return your Black Friday items? Well you if they're not in the EU we, we are not protected by that very strong online shopping right that we have within the EU um, to even return goods for no reason, of course, if they're bought online. So if they're coming from the US or the UK, you have to be absolutely sure that you want those. And, you know, Matt, there's also a challenge if they're damaged when they arrive, because, of course, if you've bought from Walmart or someone else in America, even getting the goods back to them will cost you a significant amount. Okay, right. We have, as I said, our gadget show next Wednesday, so we'll talk through loads of things there. But I want to ask you about, you're just back from Portugal. You were at the Web Summit. You were on the programme with us on Tuesday. More things happened. I believe artificial intelligence was, for many people, the dominant topic for discussion at the Web Summit. Artificial intelligence was certainly one of the biggest uh, topics, unquestionably, this year. And, you know, for the last few years, it has been. um, But... You know, this year there was a lot of talk about will AI destroy us or will it liberate us? <laughs> and of course, there is no uh, firm answer to that. But there was a lot of conversation about AI. And when you look at companies like Uber and others who are using AI in very clever ways, but they are the companies that we're not expecting to use AI in a sense. Um, we learned a lot about <clears throat> how AI is being used in the workplace, but we also know that, um, you know, an awful lot of conversation, Matt, about regulation of AI and the ethics of AI and not just in regards to, you know, potentially putting people out of work, but regulating and looking at AI in the context of discrimination and, you know, in HR and in job recruitment. And that 
that they were really interesting talks. We've had a lot of Web Summit talk in recent weeks because of the ousting of its founder, Paddy Cosgrave. Did this event suggest that he's not needed for it, for the future, for it to survive and thrive? Well, I think it would be fair to say, to say that the new CEO, Catherine Marr, played a stormer. And um, she um, was very good on opening night. <clears throat> Apparently, she did tell us at a press conference um, yesterday, I think, that the only call she'd got from Paddy Cosgrave during the week was after opening night to tell her she'd done a good job. And um, she did very well, Matt. Um, but also, I thought what was interesting was that keynote speakers uh, on the opening night, Jimmy Wales was there, from uh, the founder of Wikipedia, who would have been her old boss. And of course, uh, Meredith Whitaker from Signal was a keynote speaker yesterday, who was superb. But of course, Catherine Marr is on the board of Signal. So I think Catherine Marr actually helped Web Summit enormously this year. She was in, calling in favours. I think she might have been, and I think it helped in a sense to steady the ship. Okay, but the key thing for them was they had sold the majority of tickets, so people went what will happen next year? Will those who boycotted this year's event go back? Will those who didn't see the big names at this year's event think next year's will be worthwhile to them? I think it's a great question. And of course, there were over 70,000 tickets um, issued and more than 2,600 startups. What I found this year is that it was less about the celebrity. Um, we had superb celebrities in the past. One of the best talks I ever heard at the Web Summit was from Eva Longoria. Uh, who was brilliant. <clears throat> no names like that this year. We had Chelsea Manning, who was very good. But what will happen next is crucial. However, what I loved about Web Summit this year is it began to feel more like an old-fashioned startup tech conference, and that was wonderful. Andy O'Donoghue, thank you for joining us for Tech Thursday. We'll see you next Wednesday for the annual Gadget Show in association with Curry's from half four to seven next Wednesday. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-